Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard RM World Travel for Hour 2, everybody. We're just past... 11 a.m. here in New York. I'm Robert Carey, and Mary and I, and Rudy, we appreciate you being here with us as we cover everything and anything in the world of travel. Well, we started off Hour 2. Uh, well, we're going to start off Hour 2, I should say. I promised last hour uh, that we would be sharing our travel polls, and we're going to do that momentarily. But first, to maximize our time, Mary, let's get right into the show rundown, and then we'll get to polls and then more travel news. Okay, here we go. In our Right Stuff segment this hour, Dan Sesney, author of The White Mountain, will be here to uh, discuss some stories about Mount Washington in New Hampshire. Robert and I came across a really unique program during a recent hotel stay. It's called Bedside Reading, and their creator, Jane Ubelmeyer, will join us to get into some specifics about that. And for those of you who've been listening to our show for a few years, you may remember when Robert and I went indoor skydiving on the show and we did a segment. Well, we thought it was time to check in with Trevor Thompson of iFly and get an update. And before we sign off for today, Rudy was fined $500 for bringing an apple back into the country. I've been waiting for this segment for a long time. Shout out to Valerie for getting this for you. Uh, yeah. And Suzette Kelly with U.S. Customs and Border Protection will weigh in about why towards the end of the show today. And just briefly before we get to the polls, Rudy, um, quick funny story for you. So when we landed... Uh, in New York a few weeks ago, uh, coming back from our trip, and we came in uh, th via Heathrow, uh, a flight attendant had given RJ two bananas. Mm -hmm. and, and that would be our younger son. He ate one, our younger son. And uh, we were, you know, getting ready to get off the plane. He had his backpack, and he had one of the bananas that he hadn't eaten in his hand. And we said, and we said Uncle Rudy, what are you doing? Yes, and Uncle he said, Rudy oh, I'll just find. eat it You're in the not. car on the yeah. way home. And... Uh, I said, oh, no, you won't. You're going to eat that right now or you're going to leave it on the plane. Well, exactly. That's yeah, a $500 so, banana, potentially. Yeah. All right, so when that. Suzette comes up, you take her to task and you get your money back yeah. on that. So right now we're <laughs> going to uh, talk to everybody about our travel polls. Uh, thank you to all of you who voted in the latest polls. Here's what you said. Question one that we've asked, uh, what country has the best nightlife? Clearly we are America's number one travel radio show, so it's going to be no surprise here. 73% of you out there said the United States. And if you think about all the different places we have here in the U.S., it's no surprise from Miami to New York to Vegas to wherever you want to go. Um, Netherlands, 9%. Spain, 8%. So I would say a lot of that is uh, Barcelona. Mm -hmm. Oh, the Madrid's a fun place. Uh, and so a lot of places I can think of. Iceland. And, and, Rudy, I think we'd all agree that the folks in Reykjavik, they do like to party. They do like you know, to party. I, I think the reason Iceland comes in fourth is because a lot of Americans haven't been to Iceland. Yeah, well, if you did, yeah. you'd have a good time at night. Um, yeah, right into the morning. And you can even go with the northern I, mean, I remember this time of year playing golf like at 1 a.m. in the morning. It was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. that, that's bars a different type of party. Yeah, and bars close around 9 in the morning, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and they open at 9.30. No, right, uh, Japan, 4%, and then Australia. And by the way, Australia, 3%. But if you are seeking a place to go travel right now and you haven't made plans, 
Uh, you know, I saw this week that the Aussie dollar, it was down to around 68 cents against the U.S. dollar. So you're going to get like 32 extra cents for every dollar you spend. There. That's a place to go. But hmm. um, question two, who has the best slots in Las Vegas? And our audience, this was pretty, these were all really close. Uh, Bellagio, 27%. Golden Nugget. I know that's owned by billionaire Tillman uh, Farida. That's his place. I actually haven't been there. I really, if, I can't remember for so long time ago. That's way, way down. Uh, right Golden in downtown, Nugget, yeah. Yeah, 26%. Caesars Palace, 21%. MGM Grand, 20%. So they're all really close. But then you got Luxor at 4%. And then Rio, which I've never been to. I know that's across I-15 there. Mm. Uh, I think Penn and Teller are there. That's what sticks in my head. Uh, they're 2%. So, I don't know. I mean, do, do, where's your favorite place, Rudy, to well, go to Vegas for slots? Well, when they say best slots, I, uh, when we say, I should say, best slots, um, so the, le the, I don't know if this is urban legend or if this is old conventional wisdom, but that the downtown slots are looser. In other words, pay out a little more, a little more frequently than the, the ones in the fancy hotels on the Strip, like so the Bellagio to to and Caesars Nugget, Palace and MGM Grand. I'm sorry? You'd want to go to the Golden Nugget, then. Yeah, exactly. I would pick the, uh, out of these... If you go with conventional wisdom, I go with the golden nugget for payout. For yeah. ambiance, I mean, you know, Bellagio and MGM yeah. Grand and yeah. Caesar's Palace Caesar's and Palace. even the Rio were quite very nice. You know? So I, I think there's a lot of voting depending on where that people play and, and how much they like the resort itself. Well, I know you always like to say that we have savvy listeners out there. Uh, so they, they clearly 26% of them realize Golden Nugget, and they're taking that advice. So there we go. <clears throat> New travel polls will be up by Monday. As we said last hour, I think we're going to ask, uh, we're going to just go ahead and ask you all about the 737 Max and whether you'll fly that. So go check that out and please vote. Now, Mary, let's start us off and get into some travel news. All right. Well, beginning this fall, Irish airline Aer Lingus will begin allowing passengers to book an empty middle seat to avoid having to sit next to anyone on select flights. The updated seating policy or purchase policy is part of the airline's premium airspace initiative and will take effect on September 1st. This unique seat, uh, seating is only available when booking in the first two rows of the aircraft. It is geared towards business travelers, so they have a little more room to put out their laptops and work, and it will be available on select short-haul flights. And not only will uh, you be able to book an open middle seat, you can reserve overhead storage space. Uh, you'll get access priority boarding. You'll get complimentary food and drinks. So you can, hmm. you can pay to be by yourself? Basically, yeah. Hmm. You can book... I want nobody near and me. Have an empty. Not going to make seat. a friend. Yeah. You know, we had a uh, we talked about I don't know a few months ago about all these people that have made uh, relationships on plane. That's going to kill that. Th those numbers are gone. If so. you're in those first oh, two rows, they'll find a yeah, way. I think. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Rudy, listen. Last hour, you had the story of Martha Stewart and Uber and all that she's doing and that. And um, I have because uh, I know you like the Uber Lyft thing. Uh, this is for you and all the people out there that like the ride sharing services. If you are a Hilton Honors member, because I like to earn my points, this week uh, Hilton announced, and I love this, that if you choose Lyft over Uber, um, you can you just choose Lyft, period. Hilton Honor members now will be able to earn three times the points for every dollar they spend on Lyft and hmm. two times the points on every dollar that they use for Lyft rides when they share. Uh, that's the cheaper op op uh, hmm. offer they have. So guests must first link their Hilton Honors and Lyft accounts. You have to go to HiltonHonorsLyft.com, HiltonHonorsLyft.com. You'll automatically earn the points whenever you take the Lyft rides now throughout the U.S. and select cities in Canada. Hmm. And then later this year, by the way, members will also be able to redeem Hilton points for Lyft credits. It's a one-of-a-kind integration in the hospitality industry. So I love when I see this stuff and your money is going further. Uh, you now get 
our Hilton points. Oh. I know my Lyft points, uh, when I charge Lyft, it goes, I get Delta miles for it. And mm -hmm. when I ride Uber, I get American Express American. membership. Yeah, they offer the American yeah. Express did uh, launch um, that last year. But here, if you, you could actually yeah, ride. Three times, that's great. You could ride Lyft cars and then get free hotel stays. Right. That there makes that highly worthwhile. Yeah, great uh, partnership. Okay, okay. The Travel Trio is on the job today. We've got another whole hour to go. Up next is our Right Stuff segment. And we'll be discussing Mount Washington with the author who has studied this mountain more probably than any living author does. Stay with us. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. All of us in America have so much to be thankful for, but sadly, there are many kids around the globe who need our help. We want to make a difference and are asking you to help us by going to Compassion.com RM and sponsoring a child or multiple children. Around one-third of the world's children live in extreme poverty. Many are hungry, cannot attend school, they're in poor health and neglected. Over 60,000 kids are on the waiting list, but for a little more than a dollar a day, we can give back and reduce this total in a major way. Go to Compassion.com RM to select your child now or rmworldtravel.com. AMA Waterways is taking river cruising to a whole new level with its new mega ship, the AMA Magna. Set to debut in 2019, this ship is 72 feet wide, double the size of existing river cruise ships. This means more personal space without sacrificing the intimate experiences we enjoy as it will carry less than 200 passengers. There will be multiple restaurants, alfresco dining, and wine bar to go along with a pool, health and wellness studio, complimentary bikes, and more. Be the first to cruise the Danube on the AMA Magna. Go to amawaterways.com for reservations or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Studies show that security systems deter burglars. That's why securing your home or small business is truly a necessity. We recommend this brilliant security system, Simply Safe. Simply Safe believes fear has no place in a place like home. They made their system ridiculously smart with sensors that protect every point of access. And there are no long-term contracts. Get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee today at simplysafe.com travel. That's simplysafe.com travel. Or visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. Robert here to share that Mary and I, as well as Rudy, are true believers in the importance of travel insurance. It's affordable and protects in so many ways. There are some things in life you just shouldn't do without, like visiting Paris and not experiencing the Eiffel Tower. And something else we encourage is Travel Guard travel insurance. Coverage includes many items such as trip cancellation or interruption, medical expenses and evacuation, and more. Wherever your next trip takes you, get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com, or you'll also find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. Welcome back to the show. This portion of the program is sponsored by LifeLock with Norton Security. According to a recent study, global malware volume has risen for the third straight year, reaching nearly 207 million attacks last year, an 11% year-over-year increase. The levels of ransomware hitting the U.S. specifically increased significantly, and hackers are shifting their approach, switch, switching their scripts and executables to hiding ransomware and attached PDFs and documents. You know, in today's world of our personal information, where it's everywhere and there's so many ways that cyber criminals can try to take what's yours, it's why Robert, Mary, and I say it's a good thing LifeLock Identity Theft Protection adds the power of Norton Security to help protect you against threats to your devices that you can't easily see or fix on your own. 
and if you have a problem, their agents will work to fix it. Now, of course, no one can stop every cyber threat or prevent all identity theft and monitor all transactions at all businesses. But when you've got LifeLock with Norton on your side, you've got comprehensive protection for your identity and devices. So give a ring to 1-800-LIFELOCK, or you can visit LifeLock.com and use the code RM, and you'll save 10% off your first year. That's LifeLock.com. Use the code RM. You'll also find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Well, maybe like I have, you've seen the bumper stickers on cars all over the country that say, I climbed Mount Washington. And maybe like I have, you've wondered what the heck that meant. Where is Mount Washington? What's the big deal about climbing it? Well, my next guest knows that answer well. His name is Dan Sesney. He's a journalist who spent all of 19, uh, excuse me, 2017 researching the history and lore of Mount Washington, which is New England's tallest mountain. He's a veteran journalist, an author, and adventure traveler. He lives in Manchester, New Hampshire, where we reach him today. Dan, welcome to the show. Nice to have you on. Hi, Rudy. Thanks for having me. So for those of us, though I've spent a lot of time in Manchester, New Hampshire, I've never been to Mount Washington. Those of us who haven't seen or know about Mount Washington, can you paint a, a verbal picture of it? I mean, why is it so iconic? Sure, Rudy. Well, uh, Mount Washington sits at the uh, top of what's called the Presidential Range up in the northern part of New Hampshire. It's about a 19-mile, give or take, range of mountains, uh, most of them named after Presidents Adams, Madison, and so forth. Um, Mount Washington is iconic for two reasons. One is its accessibility. It has a railroad that goes to the top, a cog railway, and it has an auto road on the other side. And not to mention uh, it's a convergence of about a, a dozen uh, Appalachian Mountain Club hiking trails that go to the top. So there's lots of ways to get up there. And the other reason is it's extreme weather. Uh, Mount Washington, even though it's not tall comparatively, 6,288 feet, uh, it actually is uh, right at the convergent, right at the top of Mount Washington, uh, our three storm tracks are always bumping into each other, one from southern Canada, one from the Midwest, and then the nor'easters that come in off the ocean. So they're constantly pushing and pulling each other right at the top of Mount Washington, uh, which creates these really extreme weather conditions um, at the top. And those are the two things primarily that Mount Washington is known for. There's also a very old observatory at the summit. I gather that. It's a weather observatory, right? And is it manned 24-7 yeah. all year round? It is, yeah. The Mount Washington Observatory was uh, uh, built in 1932, so it's been around for a long time. Uh, there's always somebody living up there, uh, at least three, sometimes as, as many as five or, or seven meteorologists and weather observers. There's a lot of interns and um, sort of backpacking groups and education trips that go up there. So anytime you look uh, at the top of the mountain, uh, 24 hours a day, there's, there's somebody living and working up there, um, yeah. including, about, I would add, a, um, a cat mascot named Barty. A cat mascot named, mascot named yeah. what? M- Marty, M-A-R-T-Y. The observatory has had cat mascots since the very beginning. <laughs> well, is it a safe presumption that all these meteorologists are doing more than uh, doing more than predicting local weather? Are they involved in in helping meteorological uh, or studying meteorological impacts around other parts of the United States? Yeah, for sure. The National Weather Service actually gets their hour, uh, hourly data in this part of the country from the Mount Washington Observatory. Um, and all that observe, all that data is also publicly accessible. By the way, you can go to their website. You can see, you know, literally to the minute what the what the weather is doing up there. 
they also work with a lot of universities and uh, organizations that are doing research or, or testing new gear or doing something like that uh, up at the observatory. So they, they do a lot of that. And uh, they work with the um, the observatory also works with a lot of the search and rescue teams um, that um, are often called upon to uh, come out into the White Mountains and uh, and and find people or pull people down off of the mountain. Well, let's talk about so they that do a because lot of work. You, because you say, well, there's a cog railway going up, there's a road going up, there are all these hiking paths. It sounds rather bucolic, but in fact, and it's only 6,200 feet high. That's nothing compared to yeah. you know, say the the Rocky Mountains. Um, but what makes it, it has, it has been dangerous to climb. What makes it a challenge and sometimes even forbidding? Right. It's, it's the unpredictability of the weather. You know, the, the Mount Washington, uh, tourist bureau and the, and the uh, chamber of commerce do a great job of, um, you know, of attracting people to the, to the, to the Northeast, to Northern New England, especially during the leaf peeper season. It's beautiful up there. Um, and a lot of people come up there without realizing that the difference, the temperature difference between the valley and the top of Mount Washington averages about 30 degrees. That's, a, that's the average of 30 degrees. So it could be you know, 60 degrees in the valley, and there could be a blizzard only 4,000 feet above taking place at the top of Mount Washington. So a lot of people go up there uh, unprepared, um, you know, take sneakers, and, you know, maybe it's only – Technically, it's only four miles to the summit, right? So a lot right. of people can go up and think they can make it up there in an afternoon, um, and they don't bring lights or they don't bring a map or whatever the case, and they get caught in a, in a storm that, that can happen really quickly. You know, for a 6,288-foot mountain, um, the, the, the casualty list uh, on or around Mount Washington is, is pretty darn high, and a lot of that has to do with uh, just unprepared hikers. My guest is Don Sesney. We're talking to him during our Right Stuff segment. He is the author of a new book called The White Mountain. The subtitle is Rediscovering Mount Washington's Hidden Culture. I just want to read from his introduction one paragraph that struck me. This is, Don, uh, this is Dan writing. This mountain is many things, a testing ground for athletes, a muse for artists, a reminder of our mortality, a reason to exalt in our gods. But most importantly, to understand we, why we are drawn to such a place is to understand our own humanity. After all, in the end, we have been coming to her summit for nearly four centuries, and throughout the history, Mount Washington has never been, any, has never been anything but a pile of rocks. Well, it's obviously more than a pile of rocks. Let's talk about this Cod <laughs> Railway. Apparently, it was built by a, sure. somebody who made his fortune building grain elevators, in Buffalo, New York, yeah. and he built a cog rail. This, we're talking 1850s, right? Yeah. So his name is Sylvester Marsh. He's a New Hampshire boy. He was born in Campton, New Hampshire. Uh, the cog railway, uh, the first engine for the cog railway was built uh, in 1866. It reached the summit of the mountain in 1869. But it took him, you know, a good decade or so to, to get up to the top of the mountain. Um, I'm originally from Buffalo, New York. I'm a Buffalo boy. So it was a real pleasure for me to sort of trace Sylvester's life backwards, um, and I discovered that he made his real mark in the Industrial Revolution in creating something called a, uh, a marsh grain dryer. And these are, Buffalo was the site of all these grain and flour mills in the 1840s and 1850s, and uh, Sylvester invented this device that attached to the side of the grain mills to dry the grain and dry the flour for shipment over the Erie Canal. And he made a fortune doing this. Um, and that's really what, where he made his money and how he sort of changed the face of the Industrial Revolution. The cog was almost an afterthought after he had retired and come back to New Hampshire. And it's but still running. It's, it's what he's best known for. Yeah, it's still running. They, um, in fact, they reached the summit for the first time this season last week, and then we got a storm, so... Um, 
I think they're going to have to wait another few days to, to get back up there. But the, they still have two, two of the original steamers who are powering their way up the mountain. And the, the other engines that they use now are biodiesel engines. And but obviously visitors can take... I'm sorry. Yeah, 150th anniversary this year. So visitors and obviously, can go up there uh, obviously, visit, obviously, tourists can ride that cog up, or they can drive up. But it sounds like there might be some people who get stuck in some bad weather conditions in a car from time to time. Yeah, the auto road is on the other side of the mountain. Uh, that's a seven and a half mile uh, winding, um, twelve to twenty percent grade auto road. Uh, one of the oldest uh, man-made tourist attractions in the United States. It actually opened as a carriage road in 1861, so before the Cog Railway, and uh, that's still going, too. Uh, it is a, uh, uh, there's a lot of things that happen on that, on that auto road, including a foot race. They have minis on top day. They have a motorcycle day. They have a bicycle race. So uh, whatever, your, whatever your pleasure, you can uh, find a way to get up to the top of Mount Washington on that auto road. <laughs> well, now I know what I climbed Mount Washington meant, and it means a lot more than I thought it meant. Dan Sesney is the author of a brand-new book. <laughs> If you live in New England, or if you want to know more about Mount Washington, or if you're a hiker or a climber, this is the book to get. It's called The White Mountain, Rediscovering Mount Washington's Hidden Culture. You can go to uh, Dan's website, which is Dan, and I'll spell his last name for you. It's a Polish name, so it's tough. S is in Sam, Z, C-Z-E-S-N-Y. Or as he says, just put a bunch of S's and Z's in, and his name will come up, dansesny.com. Dan, I appreciate your stopping by. Thanks so much. Good luck with the new book. Thanks for having me, Rudy. I appreciate it. We'll be right back. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. When it comes to costly car repairs, you need options. That's what you get with extended vehicle protection from CarShield. CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for covered repairs easy. And your favorite mechanic or dealership can do the work. They also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed. Get covered with extended vehicle protection. Call 800-CAR-6000 and use code RM or visit carshield.com and use code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply. For more info, visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Robert here to share that Mary and I, as well as Rudy, are true believers in the importance of travel insurance. It's affordable and protects in so many ways. There are some things in life you just shouldn't do without, like visiting Paris and not experiencing the Eiffel Tower. And something else we encourage is Travel Guard travel insurance. Coverage includes many items such as trip cancellation or interruption, medical expenses and evacuation, and more. Wherever your next trip takes you, get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com, or you'll also find a link at RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Well, it is certainly nice to get away, but right now we want to welcome you back to the New York area. And since I can see that Jane Yubel Meyer, she's holding on the show hotline for us, let's quickly share that this segment of Our Own World Travel is sponsored by GetSunday.com. We've been using this new product on our lawn. Oh, well, truth is, Robert, you're using this new product <laughs> well, on our lawn. for you. That's and uh, it certainly made a noticeable difference. Unlike most lawn fertilizers, this is a non-toxic and it's safe for your kids and pets. There are no chemicals. It's made with food waste, seaweed, molasses, iron, and other ingredients. You know, folks, I'm just going to say, listen, you can 
can unbox a better lawn today at GetSunday.com. If you use our promo code of RM, you're going to save $20 and you'll get free shipping. It's easy to apply. You just attach the nutrient pouches right to a garden hose. You spray it on. Plus, they're even going to create a custom plan for your lawn, regardless of where you live in the country. Then it'll give you a free soil, climate, and lawn analysis. It'll be all done on their website. Check them out today at GetSunday.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. If you've stayed in a nice hotel recently that provided a bedside book for you, our next guest may have been behind it. Janu Bellmeyer is the founder of Bedside Reading. She works with a team of avid readers and publishing companies to select books that make it onto the bedside tables of select hotels across the country. Jane joins us now. Well, Jane, Mary and I appreciate you joining us for a few minutes today on RM World Travel. It's my pleasure. I've been looking forward to this all week. All right, Jane, quick story for you. I actually found one of your books. I didn't know it back then, but it was on my bedside table at the Conrad Hotel in New York City. We stayed there back in January when we did a broadcast and seminar for the New York Times Travel Show. And I'm an avid reader, but what really struck me was the handwritten note from the GM inviting me not only to read the book during my stay, but if I wanted to, I had the option to take it with me and keep it for future reading. So that's the intro to your program. It's called Bedside Reading. I really want to know how you started it. Well, the funniest thing is that it started actually as an idea that I had when I was in my 20s. I had a boyfriend, and this guy was a scuba diver. So, of course, like 20-year-olds who followed their boyfriends, I went and learned how to scuba dive in a quarry in New Jersey in the middle of October. It was horrendous, but I did get certified. And we went to a gorgeous, beautiful resort in St. Martin's in the Caribbean, we go into the room, and he turns to me, and he says, you know, Jane, I really like you, but I'm just not into you. And, of course, I was devastated. I'm thinking, oh, my God, I have seven days with this guy. Luckily, right before I left, my stepmother, Marsha, had given me a book to read. It was called Cry to Heaven by Anne Rice. Rather appropriate. And, and I devoured it. And that was the book that saved my life, and or the vacation. And I always remembered Take a book wherever you go, because there might not be a bookstore. And even though we have the world of Kindle and e-books, you, uh, for me, I love reading a real book. So the back of my brain, I thought, this is a business. Well, and let's, it let's turned out to be a good one. Let's talk about that, because, you know, as Mary mentioned, right, there was that handwritten note from the GM. So certainly very hospitable. Nice touch. Uh, but how invested are the hotels with your program? And do you have a say in the books that make it into their rooms or suites? So we, the, the, our process is the following. We discover and search for great books, and we match the books with the hotel's personality. We then submit the books for approval for, to each general manager, so every book is vetted before accepted into the hotel. Once the book is accepted, then we make arrangements with the publisher to ship the books to the hotels. The hotels, the housekeeping will place the books by the rooms, and every book will have a little note card that says, you know, Mandarin Oriental or the Conrad New York and Bedside Reading, providing complimentary books, take, unplug, take this home, enjoy. Mm-hmm. What kind of feedback are you getting from the hotels across the country? So, very interesting. The uh, hotels are really, first of all, the guests love it, and the fact is that the uh, we are hearing from the people in the front lines, the people at the front desk, oftentimes, so I will talk to them and, and I'll ask the question, How's it going? Do you like the books? Oh, they love the books. And the, the guests are really surprised that these books, which can run $25, $30, are free to take. So the hotel, the feedback has been excellent. Well, I was who's certainly paying surprised. that money, though, yeah. for the book? The publishers or the authors 
pay us a nominal fee to be in the program, and the publishers or the authors pay to have their books placed in the hotel room. Yeah, and why wouldn't they? Because if you take the book and idea. then you're reading it and people are watching yeah. you, it's great for the authors. So um, I, I know you're sprinkled in hotels across the United States, but did I also see or hear that you're going to be in Toronto and possibly London as well? And what are your plans for the future? So here's the thing. we I went to London uh, this past year and I met with two hotels and we have the idea of actually branching out and to go to Europe. We're in discussions now with uh, a number of U.K.-based publishers as well as the Canadian-based publishers. Once that's confirmed, then we'll uh, announce the plan. So it's, you know, it's in the works. It takes quite a bit of time to work out the structure and, how, and the process. But clearly, it takes time, but this is a labor of love for you, isn't it? You've got 20 seconds left, but I can hear the passion behind your <laughs> business here. I do. I mean, I, you know what? Books have saved my life in so many ways, yeah. and I think it's important for everybody to read. Literacy across the board is so important. Well, Jane, listen, we will be looking out for more of your books during our future hotel stays, and now I'm sure many people across the country will be as well. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, okay? Thank you so much. Thank you, Jane. Take care. All right, just released Jane. I liked her. I like the business. What program. a fantastic program. She gets to shape all these Bedside people with the, uh, their yeah, books and I what they're reading around the country. I love it. I think it's such a great idea. Yeah, totally nice is. touch in the hotel. Folks, we're going to pause briefly for some sponsor messages. And up next, we're going to check in and see how things are going at iFly. So if skydiving has ever been something you've considered, well, you're going to want to stay tuned. RM World Travel returns in three minutes. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. The right hire can have such an impact on your business. That's why you should post your job on LinkedIn. It intelligently targets candidates based on their skills, recommendations, even how open they are to new opportunities. Insights that are only on the linkedin.com slash rm network. Your post is matched to the best people for the job. And right now, if you visit linkedin.com slash rm, you'll get $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash rm. Terms and conditions apply. Or for more info, visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Gary, why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, hey, Michelle, it's this heartburn. When it hits, it really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Wow, you're packed fast. Yeah, I feel much better. Now this is a party. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. $782. Liberty did what? what? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, Equal Housing Insurer. Unisom presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams. And dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom sleep tabs, you get to your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. 
AMA Waterways is taking river cruising to a whole new level with its new mega ship, the AMA Magna. Set to debut in 2019, this ship is 72 feet wide, double the size of existing river cruise ships. This means more personal space without sacrificing the intimate experiences we enjoy as it will carry less than 200 passengers. There will be multiple restaurants, alfresco dining, and wine bar to go along with a pool, health and wellness studio, complimentary bikes, and more. Be the first to cruise the Danube on the AMA Magna. Go to amawaterways.com for reservations or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. In today's digital world, your personal information is everywhere. If there's just one weak link, criminals could get in. Good thing there's LifeLock with Norton. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to detect identity threats like your personal info for sale on the dark web. Norton Security helps protect against online threats like ransomware. No one can prevent all identity theft or cybercrime or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can help. Go to LifeLock.com and use promo code RM to get 10% off your first year or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Indeed it is. Robert Mary back with you now for more RM World Travel. Hey, if skydiving, or a safer variation of it, indoor skydiving, is something you find enticing, well, we're going to check in with Trevor Thompson over the next few minutes to get an update on something Mary and I did on this show, I guess about three years ago or about so. That, that, yeah, a lot of fun. Indoor skydiving at iFly. Before we get to Trevor, a brief word about Princess Cruises. For your next ocean cruise, Princess has asked us to share with you five great reasons to cruise with them. They offer the best cruise line itineraries. They have immersive shore excursions, exclusive discovery at sea activities. Those are a lot of fun. Fresh, authentic culinary experiences, memorable celebrations, and more. Check out princess.com for additional info and all their special offers, or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right, let's get right to Trevor, who's holding on the show hotline. Hey Trevor, it's nice to reconnect with you. Thank you for joining Robert and me again today. It's my pleasure. So we certainly had a lot of fun learning how to skydive indoors with you and your team almost three years ago and uh, it was great fun but it was in a controlled environment. iFly's first wind tunnel opened in Orlando back in 1998 just to give our listeners an idea of how long you guys have been doing this. So I'm curious since it's been three years how many iFly centers do you have across the U.S. and what do you uh, how do you account for your growth and your popularity? So in the U.S. we have 38 locations but worldwide, we now have 81 locations. Wow. Um, so we're really, really growing quickly. You know, I think it's the uniqueness of our experience is what makes us so successful. I always challenge people to think of something that a 3-year-old girl could do, 16-year-old boy, mom and dad, and an active grandpa and grandma, mm-hmm. and everybody have a personal experience, plus everybody enjoy each other's experience. And oddly enough, often the little three-year-old girl flies the best of anybody. Of course. <laughs> well, you know, that's fun that you, that you yeah. mentioned that because, uh, you know, we should talk about that a little bit. Because, you know, as Mary indicated, you know, we enjoyed the experience. And although it's not the same as, you know, jumping out of an airplane at 25,000 feet up or so, you do soar, you can do drops, you can do flips, and you certainly enjoy a sense of accomplishment that's tough to match. So Very exhilarating. Remind everyone right now, you know, how the tunnel essentially works to simulate a real skydiving experience. Certainly. All of our locations, our fans are above. So we have everywhere from two to four fans that are above the flight chamber. And what it does is it draws the air up through the flight chamber. 
that gives you a smooth cushion of air where you can experience body flight. It's very realistic to skydiving, but it's actually more than just that because you can do so much more in such a safe and controlled environment. And then again, as I mentioned before, we can spread the ages from 3 to 103. Yeah, we had people on our team that weren't sure that they, and, and I was actually, I actually, skydiving's on my list of things to do at some point in my life. And I found this to be a great precursor to that, but couldn't believe how, how young some of the kids were when we were there. Who yeah, were, yeah. And you they were be, doing great, as you said, you better than the adults. You could the other the spectrum with the arthritis, and you're right, still going to get in there and still can get in there and yeah. feel that weightlessness. So there's another piece to all of this that I want to mention. You have athletes on teams that can compete all over the world at iFly centers. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we have competitions that happen all over the world. All kinds of different things happen. It's really amazing. We sponsor a couple of young people. They're age 11 and 12. They fly in our Chicago market, and they actually went over to Europe, and they chose not to compete in the junior league and won for the overall. They won the gold medal for everyone across the world that was involved in it. Wow. wow. You know, I'm on your website, and I'm seeing the locations across the country. And, folks, you know, again, this is a perfect situation where you can go travel without going that far from home. And your whole and, family. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking. I mean, just an idea. Phoenix, Denver, Orlando, Atlanta, Baltimore, you know, Austin, Dallas, Virginia Beach, Seattle. There's a whole list of them here. I mean, There's Cincinnati. three in the Chicago area. Yeah, but but also, I know we saw the one when we were in Sydney a couple of years ago. Uh, you've got Paris, Manchester, Sao Paulo. There's a bunch. For someone who's never been, Trevor, to an iFly, what do you most like about the experience that's offered? You've got about 30 seconds to tell us. Our company's mission statement is to deliver the dream of flight to everyone. So it's really important that we able to offer an experience that is exciting and challenging, but we don't always want to make it a once-and-done experience. We're really focused on giving you the ability to control your body and fly. Our new mission really is to turn this into a sport, which is why we talked about some of the competitions. Mm-hmm. And it's something that you can come back and you can get incremental improvements every time that you fly. And so it's no longer just uh, considered a once-and-done type of bucket list ride. Well, it's really important for us that people learn how to fly, how to control their body. A lot of fun, certainly. Absolutely. Yeah. Trevor, listen, thank you for the quick check-in. Folks, as I mentioned, looking at the website, you can do it as well, iflyworld.com. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, Trevor. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, take care. All right, there goes Trevor. Fun thing, folks, to go check out iFly. Let us know if you uh, have had that experience. Right now, it's time for us to pause again for a quick break. Rudy's going to close out today's broadcast for us up next as he talks with the U.S. Customs and Borders Protection about why he was fined $500 and lost his global entry status while bringing an apple back into the country. Stay with us. Join the Travel Trio by calling 800-378-0025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back to the show. This segment of the program is sponsored by the 24-7 burglar busting protection for your home or business called simplysafe.com slash travel. You know, a lot of security companies out there do this stupid thing. Your place can barely get enough protection, and then you get charged a ton. Well, simplysafe.com slash travel is different, and it gets it right with a ton of protection, and they never overcharge. They don't even lock you into a contract. These are the good guys, and they've won Editor's Choice from CNET and PC Magazine, and they're a wire cutter top pick. 
What we like most about this system is it's super easy to set up. No hard wire or drilling. You don't even need tools. And prices are fair and honest. Your place stays protected 24-7 with professional monitoring and police dispatch for just $15 a month. For more info or to order your system now, go to simplysafe.com slash travel, and you'll get free shipping along with a 60-day risk-free trial. There's also a link, as always, at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. So a few weeks ago, I, this is a very entertaining anecdote I tell at dinner parties. I flew from Paris to Minneapolis, St. Paul. I was flying in business class in Delta Airlines, and a flight attendant brought around a basket of fruit she offered to passengers. I took an apple, set it aside. I eventually wanted to take a nap, so I slipped into my backpack. I was going to eat it later, but I forgot it was in my backpack. I know you're not allowed to bring fruit, vegetables, live plants, and other items into the country. My goodness, I've been a travel writer for two decades, and I I'm travel overseas about once, twice, three times a month. But I forgot about that apple. An agriculture department x-ray machine found it. I apologized, and I was fined $500 on the spot because I checked the no box upon entry to the U.S. in response to the question of whether I was bringing fruit into the country. As I like to say, how about them apples? It made me want to find out if this is standard and customary these days. It was a $500 fine. The gentleman told me if I took it to court, it'd be a $1,200 fine, so I took the $500 option. Suzette Kelly is my guest. She's with the U.S. Customs and Border Protection, where she is branch chief for agricultural and biotourism countermeasures. Her office and the people who work in her under the umbrella of her office are responsible for keeping guys like me from bringing foreign fruit into the country for all kinds of obvious reasons. We reach her in Washington, D.C. Suzette, is this... Uh, is this unusual, a $500 fine, or is this sort of standard and operating pr uh, practice these days? Wow. I am so unfortunate. That was a very unfortunate situation that's for That's what you. I thought. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> but, you know, but that's why we encourage the public to always visit www.cbp.gov. Like you said, you are a frequent traveler. I'm sure you're a participant of the Trusted Traveler programs. Well, I was. And, <laughs> right. <laughs> Apparently, I've been kicked out of that and kicked out of TSA Pre, oh. which he didn't tell me, but I've certainly oh, discovered. Oh, no. Oh, no. So the circumstances can definitely vary. It is under the officer's discretion, and we do look at it from a case-to-case -case basis. But your primary responsibility for all travelers coming back into the United States is to declare all items that you bring back with you, whether that was purchased in the duty-free store at the airport, you picked it up as a gift while in the foreign country, or you received it on board your flight as a snacking item. I understand that it is difficult, especially when you're traveling back to remember every single item. But even if you generally declare what items you're bringing back to you, you can avoid such situations. And well, then, of course, if the item is prohibited, then yes, you could be liable for a fine. Well, Suzette, I, I was reading something online about some guy who, who, when asked those lists of questions, whether in a piece of paper handed out on a flight or whether on an electronic uh, board when you land in the United States, are you bringing any fruit or vegetables in? Were you in a, bar, in a farm when you were there? Are you carrying more than $10,000 in currency, et cetera, et cetera? He checks yes to all of them. And when he gets up to a customs official, they go, well, what do you got here? Are you carrying the money? You got fruit? What do you got? He says, I don't know. I just check yes so I wouldn't be, if I get caught with something, I'm not lying. Right. What do you think of that, that as a is, technique? <laughs> that is actually a very common practice. Really? And I can tell you, I recently traveled back as well, and I have the tendency to say, yes, I do have items with me, and then leave it up to the officer in our conversation to actually de determine what items are prohibited and what items I need to take further action as a traveler. So it's actually something that I do and as a practice when I travel as a citizen as well. Well, so I ran into one of your colleagues at a travel show, a, a customs official. I said, so how long am I in the doghouse with, with not having global entry anymore or TSA pre? And he said, oh, for the rest of your life. 
I said, well, that's not long. I'm an old guy. But I said, that, he said, well, you can write the ombudsman, but you probably won't get a yes. And then I read about two women who were bringing apples back on Delta, one into Denver, I think, and one into Minneapolis, St. Paul from Paris, wrote the ombudsman, did not get a positive answer, uh, but did go through their congressperson and were reinstated. Are wow, you familiar with I, those stories? I am not sp- familiar with the specific details of those stories. Of course, in my experience within CBP, I have come across different um, items as well where passengers did lose their travel privileges specific to the trusted traveler programs or others that were actually able to recover it back. I would say that I would encourage someone in your position and others like you to visit cbp.gov trusted traveler program. We do have an information center where you can deposit such inquiries and then someone should be reaching out to you to see where you can resolve it. Okay. All right. But generally, uh, generally, it's good to know these rules before you go, as I did, but most people are smarter than I am, and I forgot all about it. Um, the party, I'm just curious, we have a minute left, but part of your, your branch chief for agriculture and bioterrorism. What is bioterrorism? I have an idea, but tell me. Great. So it's actually the malicious attempt to disrupt or destroy the agricultural industry through the use of biological weapons. Ah, okay. Well, I certainly wasn't trying to do that. Suzette Kelly is with U.S. Customs and Border Protection. You have been warned. Do as I say, not as I do. She's branch chief for agriculture and bioterrorism countermeasures. Uh, Suzette, thanks for all the information and a reminder to all of us to uh, be a little more careful than I was. I appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. Take care. We are reaching the end of our two hours. It went entirely too fast this weekend. We hope you'll join us again next weekend here at RM World Travel. Meanwhile, travel safely. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.